Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper with you, joined today by Cody Jansen. He's going to be with us tomorrow as well. This is the second hour of Oilers Now, and it is presented on a daily basis uh, by our friends at Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Or you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement, bet on it. I read a text from a texter who called Canada a nanny street, uh, nanny state and then i had another texter accuse me i believe of those being my words and i was reading the text it's unfortunate that those sort of things happen uh, i guess it depends on when you uh, uh listen from but there's definitely a uh, part of the challenge that we have uh, with covid and you'd be i think most people would recognize that it has been a fairly politicized thing that's just the reality of the situation and not everybody's going to have the same agreement on how it should be handled and my point is are we applying pre-vaccinated uh standards to a post-vaccinated world that's the simple question that i have for you right now text us on the ashley fine floors text line 780-496-0063 of course ongoing monitoring ongoing situation with the world juniors and this has just dropped from the nhl and the nhlpa they agreed to modify the covid protocol and the national hockey league's player association the national hockey league announced today a modification of the covid 19 protocol this modification will reduce the isolation period after a positive test from 10 days to five days for fully vaccinated players who meet the required conditions it also applies to fully vaccinated hockey operation staff, including coaches. This change was made in response to the new isolation guidelines for COVID-positive individuals, which was issued on Monday by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. That's the CDC in the United States. While the changes apply on a league-wide basis, uh, says this release, all personnel will still have to comply with the applicable health and safety regulations in their jurisdictions, including the federal and provincial COVID health and safety mandates in Canada, which may be more restrictive than the protocol. There you go. That comes from the National Hockey League. So, again, are we applying a pre-vaccinated standard to a post-vaxxed world? And is this... Uh, limiting uh things or should we just shut everything down is that the opposite i'd like to i'd like to know that so again you can text us 780-496-0063 we bring aboard david staples from the cult of hockey as well as uh, the provincial affairs columnist for the edmonton journal he is our orders now headliner today for wilhock beef jerky it just might be the best you've ever tasted search for wilhock w-i-l-h-a-u-k today hello david how you doing I'm doing great, Bob. It's um, going to stick and puck this afternoon, and the Oilers are on TV tonight, so couldn't be better. 
Yeah, and, and we are going to talk a little hockey, <laughs> but it's hard to talk about hockey with the backdrop of what's going on with the IIHF right now in the World Juniors. I mean, we had a couple pundits yesterday suggest they should take the event out of places like Edmonton because of the attendance, because it's an NHL city, and I'm like, look, man, it has nothing to do with Edmonton's ability to host an event, and it has everything to do with the moving, uh, you know, the new uh, standards that were put in place and limitations and... Um, and I'm going to defend our city when when stuff like that happens. Um, and it's 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 a tough situation for everybody. You have uh, NHL and World Junior players being tested every day, uh, and they're vaccinated. Conversely, you have other leagues, even in this country, uh, that can't afford to test every day, so they don't. David, it's a confusing time, isn't it? It's getting a little less confusing, Bob. Every day that we go. Uh, forward with the Omicron uh, variant, and there aren't um, massive, serious repercussions like there were with every other variant, is a really good day. Um, last week in South Africa, where, it's, where it all started, they lifted um, all quarantine. If you get COVID in, in South Africa, you, you are no longer required by law to quarantine, because their experience with the Omicron is it's such a mild um, variant with so few... Um, terrible cases that end up in ICU, it's not needed. What we're seeing in the UK is um, hospitals are lower now than they were at the start of Omicron a month ago. They've been dropping, <laughs> excuse me, steadily. They ticked up a, a wee bit the last few days, but um, they haven't, they've had a massive case demic, a massive amount of cases in the UK, but they're not getting the hospitalizations or the ICU that was related to the other uh, variants. And Bob, the question that I would ask is, you're asking, you know, is, are we applying um, uh, rules that we needed previously now that we're vaccinated, are they needed? You know, with the Omicron, that's the real game changer. Are we, is it time to update yet? Because we have what looks like a much different um, much less severe form of COVID. And I think what we're seeing in the United States already is the reaction to that with the CDC. In yes. Canada, we still have the 10 days. And I'm, I would hope that provincial government after provincial government, if they continue to get um, no major change in our ICUs, in Alberta, Bob, they're still dropping. I think it was at 50 yesterday for ICUs with uh, people, COVID cases in ICU. So if we keep getting dropping uh, cases in ICU, which is the main thing to look at, not the number of cases or the infect infection rate, so how many people end up in ICU? If that's not an issue, why are we still losing our minds over this? If that's not going to um, threaten the healthcare system, it's time to take a different approach. Yeah, it's interesting. We should mention, you know, when I say, are we applying a uh, pre-vax standard to a post-vax world? There are age groups that can't get vaccinated, and that's five and under. And that's a whole other discussion for a lot of parents out there, which I, I, I can appreciate. I mean, we just started vaccinating five to 12. I got in this discussion with one of the writers. I, you know, he was quoting me numbers that were five and, you know, uh, basically full vax. I, I'm saying, how can you include... When you're sitting there, when you truly, like, you know what? Like, you sit there and say, well, uh, the Oilers have played 20, 29 games this year. You're not including the four that they that, that they had postponed in terms of, you know, 
assessing how many points per game a guy. Well, wait, the league did do that when it came to James Neal not getting his 20th goal, but they awarded Calgary the pick. But I'm just saying, like, you know, 12 plus in the province right now, Alberta's at 85% vaccinated. Alberta. 12 plus is at 85% vaccinated. Again, it's a personal choice for people to make. I get that. But there is an age group that can't currently, I, I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, five and under, David, currently, and the, there has not been approved for vaccinated. So for parents that have younger kids, I have some appreciation for the concern that you have in that, in that situation. Um, by the way, just on the province's website, the the bulk of the stats have not been updated since December 22nd. So did she say yesterday they were down to 50 people in ICU because they were at 64 in December the 22nd? Yeah, that was the estimate. The, the, the number is 64, but the estimate yesterday was 50. David, I mean, we're going to – there's a couple things going on. Do you think there – I mean, from your perspective, do you think there's a possibility they end up canceling the World Juniors? Well, with it, it going, really with comes it going down on? to their rules, Bob. Like, if they get enough cases, um, I think it would. It's preposterous that that would happen, because we saw with the Calgary Flames, wasn't it, that 17 people got COVID all at the same time, and and all but one of them, I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong here, all but one was asymptomatic. There was only one person that had symptoms. So these are young people, fully vaccinated prime of their lives. COVID was never a major issue. Uh, experts, public health experts said that for uh, children and teenagers, COVID was never a, a much bigger issue than the flu. And now they're all vaccinated and they're thinking of shutting down this tournament be because perfectly healthy people with a mild cold um, have a mild cold. I, what, where, where are we with this? Where's the, where's the, you know, we've heard follow the science. Where's the science in that? Where's the public health science? And, and as far as, you know, the worries about children, Bob, we have sacrificed our kids in, in many, many ways through COVID. So to keep the, in, the older population healthy, you know, they were never at great risk, but we, they had to wear masks. David, we've got to cut into this. David, we're going to have to cut into this right now. Um, we're we're going to, uh, circle back to Chris Peters. Go ahead. Uh, Bob McKenzie has now confirmed that the World Juniors has been cancelled. Oh, Official statement and news uh, conference to come. So, Chris Peters, four minutes ago, said expecting an announcement soon that the 2022 IIHF World Championship will be cancelled. And uh, and then uh, Bobby Margarita, Bob McKenzie. Now that Chris Peters needs his work, uh, not that he needs his work check because he doesn't, but I can confirm the 2022 World Junior Championship will be canceled. Official statement and news conference to come. Wow. Lockdown mania, Bob. Run amok. Like run, run, run over the dreams of all those players who aren't at any significant health risk. And because fear has taken over, their uh, big tournament, their big opportunity has been canceled. I think it's unconscionable. I think it's wrong. And um, we've got to get off this path. And hopefully Omicron will allow this. I mean, the, the evidence so far is really good. It's good news. We should have cautious optimism. But this kind of shutdown, it's, I just think it's completely uncalled for. But they have the rules and they got to follow them. So that's what they're doing. They're acting like bureaucrats. Tell us what you think. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Uh, TSN's Bob uh, McKenzie uh, qualifying 
Mark Spector just tweeting out right now as well, the World Junior is cancelled. Wow. Uh, World Junior Championship, there were there was one game yesterday that was cancelled due to the United States having a couple players that were in COVID protocol. Then today, Chechia uh, and Russia ended up in a situation, This uh, and the end result, so I'm sitting here in St. Louis uh, with uh, individuals that are getting tested on a daily basis. The owners have had no positive cases over Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, the last three days of testing, and away you go. So, but uh, sad. I, I feel. I got to tell you, David. I I just I feel so bad for those kids. I it, just like you know what the they got to the the university cup in men's hockey and the women's hockey championship. The Alberta Panas with Howie Draper. They were both at the national championships uh, back in 2020 when this thing started in March. And both tournaments got shut down mid-tournament. I thought, well, there's no way a bigger event would ever do that. And lo and behold, a bigger event has done that. The World Juniors have been canceled. Wow. Yeah, Bob, I, I, I think we're at a point where government is going to, they just err on the side of caution. Um, uh, they, they err on the side of safety. They, you know, you could ever be too safe, but you can be. You can be, and this is a prime example of that, where for no real public health reason, for no real, there's really no one who's at risk because of this tournament, certainly not the participants in it, um, the, the fans going to it. Um, you know, if they needed to, they could just say, we're not going to have any fans and still have the event but they've gone too far here and it's going to be up to individuals uh, you know people like Steve Eiserman who spoke his mind last week spoke out against the ridiculous rules in the NHL and how it was crazy to allow to, to stop players who are completely you know showing no signs asymptomatic from not being able to to practice or be with their team for 10 days it's going to take people like Eiserman and other people to stand up and say enough is enough uh, government officials uh, get the rules in line with, in line with the science with what's currently going going on with Omicron and stop caving into the fear. That is David Staples from the Call to Hockey. It's 119 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer. I'm going to, David, I'm going to, again, the, the news, and it's just turned over here over the course of the last four minutes. The World Junior Championship in Edmonton has been cancelled. IHFF uh, has cancelled the tournament from multiple uh, sources out there. Crazy times on a day in which the NHL, David, uh, changed their standard at least for, uh, well, for sure for American organizations. We'll see what happened. Now, do you know whether or not, what what's the equivalent of the CDC in Canada, David? Do you know? That's an interesting question. There's So there's Health Canada, and then there's um, public... You know, I, I'm not sure, Bob. Um, I don't think we we delegate this to provincial authorities, so okay. it's, it's it's much less federal. But I think at the federal level, there's what is it? Uh, I can't. PHAC, I think, is the acronym, Public Health Agency of Canada. I think it might be them. And then there's a Vaccine Advisory Council, which also weighs in on things like this. So it's a it's. But we have a much less federal system there, and it's going to be up to provincial um, health authorities to set these rules. All right, so on that note, so in the United States, it's clear now that based on the recommendation of the CDC that they're going to go from 10 to 5 days in terms of being in COVID protocol, uh, the player can be out for as few as five, 5 days. Now, I guess what, and they specifically stated in the release, you heard me read it, that, uh, you know, in Canada, it'd be dependent upon the government, uh, governmental regulate, regulatory body to make that decision. We could end up in a situation in Canada 
Canada where American teams in theory could have a massive advantage uh, with this on the COVID protocol. I mean, that is that is a possibility. And some people would say, so what, Stauffer? That's just the way it's got to be. And others might say, well, that again is yet another illustration of the unique challenge that we're all going through right now. The federal government does control the borders, though, Bob, like in terms of the players crossing yep. the borders. And so so I don't know if the federal government has to say, let's say the NHL wanted to move away from testing every day. Would the, NH, would the federal government in Canada have a say in that? I can't say for sure. I don't know the nature of the negotiations. But they do, they do like you're crossing the border all the time. They set those rules. And, and obviously those are rules are they, they rule the NHL. So the NHL has to take that into consideration. All right. Uh very quickly, a thought on uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and it's not going to happen tonight. The Oilers and the St. Louis Blues. Actually, first we're going to get to Mike Smith returning, and then we'll get a thought on R&H down the road, down the middle. But first, Mike Smith, back your thoughts. Just obviously huge. The team's completely different with Mike Smith in that he electrifies the entire team. And if he can play like he did last year, that's a huge issue solved for the Edmonton Oilers. It's their biggest issue right now is net minding. And if he comes back strong, it, uh, then they can go forward without making a big trade, I think. If he doesn't, then they got, they're forced to make that trade in that position. As for Nuge, Bob, this is the second year in a row where his even strength scoring has been mediocre at best. Last year it was kind of at the level of a fourth liner. This year it's at a third liner. And he's, Bob, he's, you know, I, I love this player. I've always liked his game so much. Great power player, fantastic passer. It, the, the honest to God truth is he's got to play a tougher game at even strength. He's got to, he's got to find ways to get closer to the net and get off shots. And it's going to be like a grittier, tougher game. And otherwise he's not going to lift that point scoring. It's we've two years running where he's, he's not getting it done. And I think that's the reason why. All right, uh, David, great stuff. I got to get to some texts. They're coming right. fast Thanks, and furious. You bet. That's David Staples' uh, cult of hockey. It's 123 at Edmonton. We'll return with the Oilers Now injury report and then a bunch of your texts. You are fired up. The World Junior Tournament has been canceled. Wow. This is Oilers Now. All right, welcome back, everybody. Again, breaking news. The World Juniors has been canceled in the middle of the tournament due to ongoing COVID challenges, IHF uh, multiple sources reporting. Japanese Village open a serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. Bob Stoffer in St. Louis, the Oilers and the Blues tonight. That is a 6.30 Edmonton time puck drop on NHL Hockey on Rogers as well as on the Oilers Radio Network. Um, we're going to get into the orders now. Injury report brought to you by James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Still in COVID protocol. We just heard from Darnell Nurse, William Lagason, uh, as well as Yessa Pugliarvi and Zach Cassian. As it stands right now, Pugliarvi would be the first to come back, then Nurse and Lagason, then Cassian. What else you got? Uh, Cody? Well, Mike Smith, he's off LTIR, as you said. Upper body injuries for Chris Russell, Marcus Niemelainen. For St. Louis, they've got uh, three on COVID protocol. Robert Bortuzzo, Ivan Barbashev, Dakota Joshua. Braden Shen's out with an upper body injury. And Vili Husso is out with a lower body one. Uh, there you go. Um, all right, let's get to some of the texts, and they are heated. Um you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I asked you your thoughts on uh, the World Juniors being 
canceled. Bob, it's time you and your guests start to sp start speaking your minds a little bit more and quit being so bloody politically correct. It doesn't get us anywhere. Do you have a prominent voice? Start using it. I'm sick of guys like John Shannon coming out and playing the COVID card over and over and saying, we're doing the right thing, yada, yada, yada. Enough is enough. This is not a sustainable model, as you and I well know. And there's going to be more variants. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. The, the problem we have here right now is I can't even keep up <laughs> with how, uh, how fast the texts are coming in. Bob, uh, if the United States NHL teams have an advantage, will there be a Canadian division again? I'm going to ask John Shannon that um, coming up in the next segment. Um, Dan says, it's about time long past due, actually, that people start saying enough is enough. Please apply this, uh, that thinking to more than just sports. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, no symptoms. Time to reevaluate the thought process for COVID, says a texter. Might have been Cal out of Spruce Grove. Um, Bob, I sure hope the National Hockey League doesn't allow any games played in any rink that has any capacity restrictions. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Trent from uh, HB, I believe that's High Prairie. The damage done to these kids who have seen the tournament canceled will be so much more detrimental than any type of COVID would have done to anybody who caught it. Everybody is double vaccinated these days. This is ridiculous. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Zero six three. Uh, you go, Staples. Excellent job. What a blanking joke. People need to stop voting for a part time drama teacher. Again, you can text us at 780 uh, Bob, it's shame for the shutdown of the tournament. I think the methodology of keeping things safe needs time to adapt. Um, I don't think it would have been much more different in the United States, maybe just more fans, but the IIHF board set the baseline for the shutdown. They should have a mechanism to deal with this beyond canceling the tournament. That is a range of the emotions that are out there right now. One thirty, straight into a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.